Welcome back. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Samaria M. Covert. If this is your first time, let me introduce myself. Uh, who am I? I'm a licensed therapist. I have 16 plus years of experience. Ain't that great, Craig? I know, right? Um, what else? Okay. <laughs> I'm also an entrepreneur. I own a private practice called Kingdom Creative Counseling. We're located downtown Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, and then what else did I do? Oh, I have training courses and all kinds of fun stuff and and uh, all kinds of diddle dallies to help you in your emotional healing. Okay, I don't do what I do because of any other reason, but uh, I want to fulfill my purpose and I want to be obedient to what the Lord is saying. Today, we're going to talk about heal. Now, if you follow me on any other platform, maybe you follow me on, uh, I'm recording this for YouTube, but also my, my social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, a podcast. Uh, I did a brief reel when I told you this. I said, hey, what is this, y'all? Hey, clickbait, hey. So <laughs> uh, I talked about uh, my my um, process for uh, goal setting. It was very simple. I do this every year. I've been able to master most of my goals um, every year. And so I've written 60 books. So if I started my private practice, that this is how I'm able to win um, in life. And that's not a brag. It's not a flex. It's just is what it is. And uh, that is to prioritize. So for those who are not watching, maybe you've been viewing this via my podcast, I'm holding up my 2023 calendar. But I said in that reel is that you want to prioritize your healing. That means there are things that you want to do as a part of your healing process. And it's not going to happen by happenstance. And so I want you to, again, before I start talking about what we're going to talk about today, I want you to prioritize your healing. That means I need you to register there for therapy. Not only that, prioritize your self-care, prioritize what you want to do to refill your cup. Some of y'all do not practice self-care. And this is one thing I've learned as a workaholic, as someone who enjoys doing what I do. I've had times where I've gotten burnout, compassion fatigue, uh, and all kinds of all kinds of foolishness because I didn't prioritize just living life. And I always feel like I got to be on that grind. And so if that is your story, we got to prioritize that. So these are things that I have prioritized my own healing and through my own healing journey. And I want you to do the same. Hence the topic of today, I last anything for 2022. This is my last post, period, is heal. And hopefully you got that advertised. Wasn't it cute, y'all? It was called heal and be whole. Are y'all ready? So quick announcement, I'm only going to be doing, uh, I am going to continue to follow me. I am going to be doing one post a week. I uh, got some instructions from the Lord and I have to, uh, now I have to kind of regroup and I have to uh, start focusing back on my writing. And so I'm not going to post as much as far as uh, like the video content, but I'm having some great projects coming up. So I want to talk about healing. Holy Spirit, thank you for today. Uh, let us hear, feel, sense your your healing virtue as we speak today. Open our ears to hear what you're going to say and we come against any spirit of distraction. In Jesus name, amen. I want to talk to you about this something. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me, let me, I'm getting excited y'all because y'all, anything emotional, mental healing, I love to talk about it. I love to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff, you know, all kinds of spiritual stuff, but I love to talk about healing and emotional wholeness and mental wellness, wellness and going to therapy. So give me a minute y'all, okay? So I want to uh, recommend some books to you. This is a book. The first book I want to recommend is called Broken Trying to Lead. Wrote this in 2019. This is a banger, honey. This is actually when I'm coming up with a seminar. I have two pre-recorded uh, training courses about this one. but uh, And I have one I need to record. Another thing I'm going to do next year. And it has 
three different workbooks, but this is called Broken Trying to Lead. And this is uh, my life's work. This is, again, what I've done my dissertations on. This is the clients that I see. Uh, this is the monster of a book and it it, it 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 so many things can happen for the vein we just need to be healed and there are leaders that are broken there are people that are leaders that are seeking positions and prominence and people because of their brokenness okay and so this is the antidote and it's a powerful book so uh, you can get this on amazon it is not free honey you can get this on amazon anywhere books are sold bam Okay, I also have my book, The Accuser. You got you can download that. Any link below. If you're watching this or listening to this via my podcast, go to www.dr.sinaricobra.com and again download a copy of your free ebook. It is free. If you want to purchase it, you have to. If you want to pay for copy, you have to purchase it. Um, but if you want a free ebook, it's gonna go to your. You type in your email. It's going to be emailed to your copy. It's gonna be emailed to you again, and that's just a virtual link. All right, now. For those who don't get it, make sure you check your spam box because sometimes, for whatever reason, I don't know how to fix it. Sometimes after you type in your information, it goes to your spam. It is not me. You can email me. We just go to your spam box first, okay? Before <laughs> I fix it. And another book I just actually purchased by Dennis Chapman is called Trust Again, uh, Your Gas Lighting uh, Recovery, Overcome and Heal from Your Experience with Relationship Abuse and Your Path. This is a really great book, okay? It's not my book. Shout out to uh, Dennis Chapman. Uh, purchase this book, okay? Whew, I wrote another book. I don't have it with me. Oh, I didn't. I forgot to get a copy <laughs> to show it to. It's called Repairing the Breach. So you will not talk about uh, prioritizing your healing. There's some things you're going to have to do other than just going to therapy, and that means you have to uh, embrace and 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 I can't think of the word. What am I saying, Lord? You you want to have to ingrain yourself in in, in understanding pain. And your healing journey. And a part of that is reading and studying and watching podcasts like this uh, or, or, or other teachings, going to conferences, going to healing conferences, because all these things contribute going to church. You should have a church and a pastor and all that kind of stuff. All those contribute to your emotional healing journey, not just jumping and shouting. All right. So let's talk about why is healing necessary. And let me say this. There's a few quick tips here. Okay. Watch this. Just because someone claims to be healed does not mean they are. You know, I talk about this singles and dating. You got to ask some questions. Someone can say, oh, yes, I'm healed from my pain in my past. I've been healed and da, da, da. And you can tell by the actions, ain't nothing close to being healed. Oh, we're going to talk good today. Remember, you can have a healing conference. I've seen people. Okay? And maybe because I'm more sensitive to these things because I am a licensed therapist. I've seen people put on healing conferences. Healing women be made whole. I'm not, if that's the manual conference, I'm not referring to you. That's a coincidence. Healing conference. And never one of them are healed. Now, preaching on healing, watch this, y'all, does not make you healed. I'm going to say that again because I need to get my mic on. Tap, tap. Healing, preaching on healing does not make you healed. This is why you got broken preachers. Come here. <laughs> Let's talk. Y'all ready? Okay. Leading worship does not make you heal. You can tell when someone is broken, they go all over the place. You can tell when they're emotionally unstable and they're trying to lead worship and they're trying to have these emotional experiences out of their brokenness versus a healed place. Jumping and shouting, church folk, does not by virtue make you heal. Makes you feel good for a minute. You know, you jump and you shout. <laughs> you you know you ran after you done ran 
Uh, what happens after you run? You feel you know, I mean, you feel good. You got that peace coming because you know you exercise. Your endorphins go up. You feel peace. Tell me, heal. Got to deal with the root, the root, the roots. Okay, healing. Watch this is a process. Uh, emotional healing particularly is a process. It is not most of the time your emotional healing and learning how to do things differently, breaking patterns, generational curses is a process, not a one-time event. Healing and wholeness does not always mean the same thing. It, it can be, it doesn't always mean, watch this, uh, you can be healed and not whole. If you look at Luke 17, 11 through 19, read it on your own time, KJV version or any version. Jesus heals a bunch of lepers, 10 of them to be exact, right? Uh, but only one comes back and says, thank you. Jesus says, where are the rest of the nine? But he says to them, your faith has made you whole. Now, he didn't say you healed again. He healed all of them. One of them became whole because there's some damage that can be done. Some after effects of your brokenness that if you're not careful, you can be healed. Your skin is healed, but your heart is not whole. I'm preaching good. I ain't even really preaching. But I'm just saying I'm talking good. You understand? Because lepers had an experience where when you are a leper, you have been rejected. Once someone was diagnosed with leprosy, they, it, it changed the whole trajectory of their life. They could no longer work where they, they were outcasts. They can't, they, they, they became part of a whole subculture of outcasts. They were take, took it outside of the city. They were considered unclean. They were not able to stay in contact with their families. And they were considered rejected. And, and they were, have you ever felt like you are a leper. I'm an outcast. No one wants me. No one cares about me. And I'm done. And so what happens is healing, they were physically healed, but the psychological aspect, uh, psychologically healed, they, they weren't whole yet. But the one person that had a mental dispossession, disposition, excuse me, of gratefulness, he came back. And because of his gratitude and because of his mindset, Jesus says, oh, not only are you healed, now you are whole. What happens if you've been healed, but the broken pieces of you is not whole yet? The rejection I experienced, the betrayal, my heart is healed, but my mind is not whole. What, what happens? What happens? I got to say this again. Again, uh, wholeness is a mental disposition. You're out of that abusive relationship, but you're not whole because you're still scared. You you out of that out of that situation that that childhood that that broke you, but now you 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 are afraid of rejection. What happens when you're healed but you're not whole? So let's talk about uh, principles guarding healing. This is in no particular order. Uh, I might not be too long today, y'all. This is my last my last YouTube video of 2022. All right. So point number one, again, in no particular order, remember this, everybody has gone through something. Now, you live long enough, you've been betrayed, you've been lied on, you've been abandoned, and you have experienced some kind of trauma. Trauma could be seeing someone die. Trauma could be a car accident, could be sexual abuse, could be uh, uh, something. We've, we've all experienced trauma. Job 14, one says, man that, is, man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. 
So this is this is where it's really important because oftentimes Christians are under this belief system. Well, it's almost like a delusion that because I am a Christian, that I am not supposed to go through painful places. You ever think like that? I'm the first one to put my name on a totem pole ice thing, you know, because I've gone through things that had a traumatic uh, upbringing and stuff like that. And I'm healed from it and whole. But I used to think, man, if I just, you know, if I just, once I got my career, you know, got my little degrees behind my name, you know, it would be fine. Everything, I'll, be, I'll take care of everybody. I'm going to fix it. You understand? So when I talk about being fixers, y'all don't think I'm judging about it. I've been a fixer. Thank God for deliverance. I've been a caretaker for grown folk. I didn't want to work. So don't, you know, that was me too. So I've been delivered from that. Thank you, God. It took me a little while. when went down a couple of times, but I've, I'm here. Ha, shaka. I've been uh, the white knight syndrome. We'll talk about that. I've been her too. I'm just going to tell you like a T.I.E. Don't think when you see a therapist, <laughs> you don't go through stuff. I've been there too. I've been somebody's, what did I say? Rusty, what's the other one? Uh, caretaker. I've been, uh, uh, you know, so I've been to those things in my in my life. That's just, that, that's a part of life. Don't look at someone in, in their success and think they ain't never gone through nothing. But Christians oftentimes, you you get to a place and you think, well, man, I'm not, you just assume that because if you got a degree or because you've accomplished certain things or because you're this nice person or because you're successful in a certain area, we literally assume, sometimes we assume that we're just not supposed to go through nothing. You have been there? Why am I going through this? But let me tell you something. Being a Christian does not alleviate you from pain. It gives you a hope so that you can go through the pain, but it doesn't alleviate from the pain. That's like the man that is born, doesn't say, doesn't say center man said man and so all the time we think well if i just follow the right order and if i am i'm the righteousness of god hallelujah and we, we if i just follow god to a t and i do what i'm supposed to do uh-uh that don't stop pain it gives you a hope it gives you a purpose you know it helps you to endure it helps us to uh, uh to to become anointed because i don't know about you i don't care how one i mean i know some people are like well why, why does god allow go through pain i don't care how wonderful you can preach. I don't care one how you can sing. I don't care how if you can have more degrees than a thermometer. I don't care. If you have never gone through anything in life, you have nothing to say to me. Nothing. I don't want to hear somebody being cute. I want to know how to get through. This is why the Bible says we are overcome by the blood of the land and the word of our testimony. If you ain't got a testimony, what can you really tell people who do? How can you tell people to hold on when you never hold held on? How can you tell people to trust God that everything always happened your way? How can you? How can you? All right. So we as Christians have to, because what happens is if you decide this idea, I'm not supposed to go through this, you'll, you'll land over into bitterness and resentment because you're not supposed to go through this. I'm going to talk about this in a minute. True healing and watch this, point number two, very important. And true wholeness cannot happen without the leading of the Holy Spirit. So I must be submitted to the leading of the Holy Spirit in order for my healing and wholeness to truly happen. And that's very counterintuitive to traditional mental health uh, 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 the clinicians because we're not, we don't, you know, most clinicians don't, you get what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a non-Christian world. So you understand what I'm saying. They don't, they don't, they don't lean on the Holy Spirit for healing. They just, you do coping skills to help you get you through to the next point. You don't, we don't, we don't do that healing stuff. But as a faith-based clinician, which is so important to go to one, someone that's spirit-led, we do understand at the end of the day that we need the Holy Spirit. He is the awesome one, no matter how many degrees a person has, and how many books a person has written. And, you know, I've written a lot of books. I'm not saying that. I, what I'm saying is this, um, without the Holy Spirit, it cannot happen. And this is why people who are not submitted, fully, truly submitted to the Holy Spirit, 
uh, again, leaning over, over into bitterness. They start on resentment. They're still stuck in the past. Something happened five, 10, 15 years ago. This is why, because they're not, they're not led by the Holy Spirit. And just because someone is a Christian does not mean they're led. That's why they still stay stuck in the past. You understand? Because they're not submitted to the Holy Spirit. They're not submitted to the Holy Spirit because they're full up with pride. You understand? Because pride, you know, just, you know, you get, you get me. Okay. So that's point number two. My healing, watch this, cannot happen without the Holy Spirit. The best, without the Holy Spirit you can do is get coping skills to be able to manage your symptoms. But I, but remember when we have a, this is where our faith orientation is different. When our faith orientation is different, I understand that it is it is a part of the children's bread. That means it is a part of the nature of my relationship with Christ that I not only seek being made, I, I seek healing because that's what God wants me to do. I'm going to give you a scripture for that in a minute. Point number three, healing is not possible without forgiveness. Again, that's one thing I'm, I'm, I'm giving a disclaimer. This is not in line with a licensing board. This is purely faith Christian. What we believe is that healing is not possible without forgiveness. You have to forgive others and watch this. Let me turn my mic on. Is it up? Is it up high? I'm, I'm joking, y'all. Is it up high? You cannot fully heal if you don't forgive yourself. You got to forgive yourself. You ever think, and I've been this here again, I'm to, you know, I ain't going to tell you all my business, but I'm going to tell you my business. Uh, why did I allow that? Why do I, I allow you in my life for so long? I know you was dirty, you know, years ago. Why did I allow, why did I put myself in that situation? Who, I didn't know who I was. Why was I constantly trying to please people who could not be pleased? Why was I constantly trying to get um, validation from people who would never, it would never be enough for? I got to forgive myself. And, you know, I talked about in our previous uh, teaching on respect, how I talked, I, um, I work with people in recovery from drugs and alcohol. I've, I've, I've met with people who participate in all kinds of uh, uh, behaviors and perversions, and all kinds of things, because when people are under a different influence, whether it be a spirit or, or a substance, they have certain behaviors. And one of the things that becomes very difficult for them to heal is because if they don't learn how to forgive themselves, you got to forgive yourself. We all, Samaria, you too, whoever's listening, we have to forgive ourselves for what we allow. You are just as human as, and I'm not making light of it, and this is grace, and you know, you are allowed to be as human as the next person. You're going to go through things just as much as the next person. I mean, how successful degrees and, and PhDs, and he's all these, these you have, you are allowed to be just as human as the next person. And if you don't decide to forgive yourself, you're not going to be able to heal. But remember, for healing, but forgiveness, why is this? Does not mean reconciliation when, talk, when you talk about forgiving other people. There's some people I'll never deal with, but they think, oh, Samaria hates me. She don't love me. She's full of bitterness. No, no, I'm not. I thank you for that experience. Some people, like I said, are blessings. Some people, I say, are lessons. Thank you for the lesson. However, I'm moving forward with my life. But reconciliation, forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. There's nobody that you have to be loyal to. I don't care if it is your family, friends, or somebody you met all your life and all that kind of you are not old loyalty to anybody but Jesus. I gave that one for that. That ain't in my notes, child. So some people you just can't be friends with and maintain your healing. You have many people like that. I'm doing so. You, I mean, you you live long enough. You see certain paths. I, I, you know, I'm doing fine till you you talk, called me and showed up at my door one day, and I was, you know, now now I got to go back and go all over again. 
Uh-uh. Sometimes you got to let them go. We we not friends. It was a lesson. And that's what I, when I see you, I see lesson. That's all I see. When I see you at the Walmart, it was a lesson. Okay. When I see you on social media, bless God, it was a lesson. We're not friends. Some people you just not friends with. I mean, you ever see smile with friends like you? Who the heck these enemies? <laughs> I mean, we ain't really got to go. We don't even need enemies at this point with friends like this. So I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. We're going to fold it on up, put it back in the closet, honey. We're going to move on. We're not going to forgive and reconcile. I don't care how much you cry, boo-hoo, and I'm sorry. We are moving on. Okay? All right. Let's keep it moving. You must make healing your priority. No one can seek your healing for you. And this is one of the missions in the mandate of Christ. According to Isaiah 61, 1, I'm going to read it. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Isaiah is prophesying of the mission statement of Christ. Now, anyone who builds a builders, a business, a ministry, whatever, you got to have a mission. You got to have a mission statement. What? Why are you here? What separates you from the next, right? Hold on, y'all. I feel like I'm... Uh, my lighting. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me who, what he, he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. That's the humble. He has sent me to watch this bind up the brokenhearted. Is he talking about heart condition alone? Mm -mm, emotional, mental healing. He sent me to proclaim liberty to the Catholic. He just, just talk about people that are, 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 are in, uh, doing some time. You understand? No captive is mental, emotional disposition. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Now, again, captives in prison. Is he, again, is he talking about, you know, you got, you got some, you got a court hearing. Alone. Now, if you, you know, got some uh, situations coming up, you're on probation, you might want to read the scripture. Lord, you say it now. <laughs> but it's talking about your mental, your emotional disposition. Jesus came. This is a man. This is a, one of the core mandates of Christ. So I have every right to say, according to the scripture, Lord, you said in your word, according to Isaiah 61 and 1. Point number five, you cannot hold other people responsible for your own healing. You cannot. This is why. Well, let me say this. This is gonna sound hard. It's gonna hit it. It's gonna. It's gonna be mean, but it's gonna. It's, it's in love. No one owes you anything. I gotta say that again. Nobody owes you anything. Even if they owe you an apology, they don't owe it to you. It's their prerogative to give it to you, even if they should. And so people assume, watch this. This is why broken people get into relationships and they become entitled because they think life owes them something. I had a bad childhood, therefore I'm owed this. You know, I owe nothing. I had a bad, I, I had a bad breakup. So now the next person owes me something. And then we make other people responsible for our healing and our happiness, but nobody owes you anything. Hey, anything. If you want to be healed and whole, and I know I'm sound harsh, man, you're up there. I don't care. Nobody owes you anything. If you want to be healed, and if you want to be whole, you must take your own responsibility for that. And I was, I tell this to my clients pretty frequently. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't understand if I leave them in this relationship. What are they gonna do without me? You didn't, and the reason why you were there, cause you didn't break it. If you didn't break it, you can fix it. 
And if someone can't go to God and begin the process of healing themselves, if they can't say something wrong with me, let me go to therapy for them myself. What makes us think? Listen to me. What makes us think? If I just be the right girl, if I be the right guy, I can fix it. They can't fix themselves. They won't pursue help for themselves. But we want to do relationships with broken people so we can fix it. Tell me why that don't make, make that make sense. This is my last one for the day, y'all, so I can come as hard as I want. But it's all love, though. Hopefully you feel the love. The people you entertain when you are broken will be very different than the people you entertain when you are whole. Let me say that again. The people that you entertain when you are broken are going to be very different from the people you entertain when you are whole. I never forget this, y'all. I, I, I'm going to tell you my business, but I'll tell you my business. I'm going to ask you who it was because ain't none of y'all business. I had this guy. This is like my late 20s, y'all. When I tell you I thought this guy hung the moon, I just, I knew he was my husband. I knew I was going to be married. Honey, we was going to have two kids. We are going to do ministry together. It was going to be wonderful, okay? He was my husband. And I told somebody that that's my husband. Mm-mm. Things didn't work out. <laughs> Something like Samaria, but I didn't know. Don't mind your business. Y'all don't know this stuff because I don't tell you about business. I tell you what I want you to know about me because I'm secretive. Well, not, I'm private, not really secretive. It's different, you know. The difference between being a secretive and being private. I'm private, okay? Um. So watch this. So things didn't work out, okay? It just didn't work out. You know, he's a great guy. Every now I'll see him. Guess what? I would never date this guy. Yeah, I mean, he dope, but you you saying me? Nah, bro, nah. Because the people that you entertain, yeah, but why didn't what entertain you? What's wrong with me? Because you are broken at that time. So what happens is when you when you start healing, it it, it postures you to make different decisions. You see people who they are not not the not the illusion that you want them to be. You know, you're not the great white hope. You know, you're not the you're not the rescuer. You know, you know, you 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 notice people um how how they you know you have someone that's they're attached to you, and they're enamored by you, and you kind of like them, but you ain't really getting get gunning for them like that. You keep thinking, huh? Is something wrong with me? I mean, they they talk a good game. It's really because they are more into you than you were into them. That's the Holy Spirit's way of saying, uh. Uh-uh. So what I've learned is that again, this is what after a while God began to spoke speak to me. And one thing, this is not a, a, a singles conference. I just keep talking about these. You know, these people we in therapy. <laughs> uh, that's when God spoke to me and He said, "Samaria, the reason why you were attracted to this person was because for this reason." And He said this. That's when God spoke to me and said, "You know, uh, the people that you're attracted to when you're broken, or even will entertain when you're broken, will be very different." Yeah, me smile. You ain't even what the heck. What in the world? Because you were broken at that time. Okay. So remember for this one, this, I'm getting this one for free. It's about godly dating. It's not a godly dating show. It's about healing. Well, you know, you should be, uh, you know, just help yourself out. Christian dating. Remember when Christian and dating, God will never send you someone that you can idolize or that you idolize. And that is not what God sends. God was never going to send, send anyone who will take the glory from him. He will send someone that respects you or he respects them, but he's not going to send you an idol. Okay. Broken people seek out idols because they need someone to fix them. They need a great white hope. They need a rescuer. That's why they seek out rescuers, okay? Or, uh, and they have a pattern of of just, or they seek in platforms because it gives them a faulty sense of confidence, okay? But God's not sending you an idol. Vice versa, he's not sending, in, 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 in any way, he's not sending you an idol. 
Uh, but again, who you entertain when you're broken is different of who you entertain when you're whole. All right? Let's keep going. We have a few more things. This is good. Healing comes from the inside out, not the outside in. I wrote a book some years ago. I'm not going to, well, I don't, yeah, I'll post a link. If you want to just go to my website, I want to post live or link, you know, it says, um, uh, inside out. And what I said is that healing comes from the, or transformation comes from the inside out, not the outside in broken people seek external forces. Uh, this is why you got people who, uh, who sh suffer with their confidence and they say, I'm gonna get a BBL and, and I'm get you know, more top heavy and, you know, I'm going, uh, I'm going to do all these types of things. And you end up looking plastic and all that kind of stuff uh, because they think my confidence and who I am as a person, I if I just change the exterior, uh, then I will, I will be healed. Also broken people seek again, again, platforms and positions and people to validate them. They are broken. Okay. Prideful people. Uh, hold on. People seek true healing. People, people who seek true healing or really truly want to be healed want to seek a they're really seeking a change of mindset and a change of heart, not something external. And so remember that healing comes from the inside and holds from the inside out, not the outside in. Although although watch this now, this is really important. Although relationships are are healing, you can't build a relationship based upon the premise or the foundation of broken pieces. This is why I did a teaching, uh, and again, go through my teachings on YouTube or have you. I did a teaching called Trauma Bonds, how oftentimes people confuse trauma bonds to be divine connections. Oh my God, you can went through a breakup, so did I. You was abused, so did I. And we have this uh, emotional intimacy that happens. Remember, emotional intimacy and why we establish soul ties, because emotional intimacy can just be as just as powerful and potent as a sexual intimacy. And you have ungodly, ooh, ooh, ooh ungodly soul tie um based upon um based upon uh intimacy uh, that you shouldn't be in this is why you cannot be intimate you can literally not have been intimate with someone and still have a soul connection with them you gotta break the power of the soul tie this is why you have to watch who has your ear so generally what happens is broken people will break you i said that they will break you and that's why you need to go through the healing process however what happens when you're in your healing process just so you know you start first reestablishing your, yourself in your relationship with god you may be in a lone place but God is still healing you and working you through. So you're doing things like going to therapy, you're, you're, you're researching, you're writing books, you're learning to take care of yourself or you're reading books. And then you're connecting with healthy people. And then what happens as you're on your healing journey, one of the final stages, not the first stage, but the final stage is for God to say, okay, now you're ready. Now I'm going to send you corrective experiences. So you know the difference between brokenness and a whole person, okay? The corrective experience. So you never meet someone that's completely uh, 100%, uh, uh, he, you know, uh, a perfect but you'll meet someone who who is giving you your corrective experience if that's again that's the last stage not the first stage and again broken people because what they do they think they seek out other people because you know you fall in love you think oh i found my person is this the your endorphins go up you feel stuff start feeling happy all these wonderful things not realizing that you're laying and you're lying yourself into a trap you cannot build healthy relationships on the premises of broken people but again so we have to seek out our healing and once you're on that journey once you finalize, you you see yourself again. You can laugh again. You can you can pray again. You can you know you can sleep better. The stress is not there anymore. You have all these wonderful things that happen. Then you you eliminated 
unhealthy relationship. Now God says, now here's your healthy people, your healthy person, your healthy family, your healthy friends, your healthy romantic partners, all these things. And they also add to your healing. They add the next layer of your healing of a corrective experience. All right. Healing brings peace. Brokenness brings broken pieces, but healing brings peace. Okay. Unhealed wounds leads us to, this is why you got to seek your healing and don't be uh, in denial, but denial does not lead to healing. Cause you know, people say, I'm fine. I'm wondering. And no, you're not. Denial ain't going to lead you to, to your whole place. It's just going to make you denial, you know, but so unhealed wounds leads us to one repeat cycles. Everyone, why, why did I repeat that cycle? Cause you want to heal trauma bonds and repeated generational curses. Okay. So healing the process is not easy, but it is worth it. Last few things here. I'm going to tell you, I was watching a, again, I was on Facebook and I was watching this brief, um, I think it was a reel. And there was a, this, a lady, a show host, host, yeah, host coming on. And she asked this guy, she said, oh, you're handsome. And uh, oh my goodness, the lady's going to come after you. And she said, so tell me, what are you looking for in a woman? And she was telling me how tall he is. He's like, I'm six four. He was, he was a good looking guy, you know what I'm saying? So, and so what had happened was, he was, she was like, tell me what you're looking for in a female because the guy, the woman is just going to love you. And he said, well, I just don't want a woman. And start going on everything he don't want in a woman. And, you know, my therapist's brain, honey, I had to turn it off because I'm telling you, I've been, <laughs> been trying not to turn it on. I'm trying to turn it off because, you know, I'm off and I'm trying to practice self-care, but it don't work. I said, oh, mm -mm, he broken. He broke it. I'm telling y'all, got a little discernment. It works in therapy, but it works in real life. So what I wanted to, I was like, man, I wish I did, wish I could, you know, ugh. it just, it just, ugh. I just, my, my, my brain turned on. This is why you have to see someone. Uh, and what I want to tell this young man is that somebody broke him. A woman in particular broke him really that she did. And how do I know this scenario? Because the 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 host and you get you had the summer you picked up on it he's like you could tell he was just a really nice guy you know so the host didn't ask him what he what she he didn't want in a female she asked him what he did want and that's what he led by you could just when you had the spirit of discernment and the word of knowledge stuff gets downloaded remember this and this is why we repeat patterns unhealed brokenness leads us to predatorial people both men and women that means people who play on your weaknesses and your vulnerabilities. Okay. So not getting uh into relationships. So uh so it's okay for as a part of your healing process to not getting back into another relationship. When someone goes from one relationship, next relationship, next relationship, that, that's a, a indication they're not unhealed, they have to heal yet. Um so I have to read my notes. Can I get friends? So I would not recommend, that's what I meant. <laughs> I would not recommend getting into a relationship immediately right after you had a previous relationship that broke you down. You have to give yourself time to heal. Even though I personally do not believe there's not a set time to heal, I think you need to give yourself time to at least be alone and heal and learn and understand what did I learn from this situation? What were the patterns that I over? What were the red flags, and what do I need to do differently? If I had to put a time frame, because sometimes clients ask, me, "What's my time frame?" I say, "At least give it at least six months to a year, at least." 
Now, really, I'll have emphasis on that year part. Um, it doesn't mean that, what am I saying? Give yourself time to heal. Now, if you by chance have been maybe different, maybe you're raised, I'm not talking about an, an abusive family. You may have to give yourself even longer than that. But give yourself time to the point where you love and you like yourself and you recognize patterns and you can do things differently. And this is what I would have wanted to tell that young man if he called it to my radio show or my podcast. When you're not healed, watch this. You are going to attract, listen to me, this is good. You're going to attract the same person. If it's a family, you'll meet, if, let's say if you grew up in an abusive home, you're going to meet a, a woman who reflects the abuser in your home. Or you're going to meet a man that reflects the father who abused you. I'm telling you. Or an ex, you're going to meet that same ex in a different, different person, same spirit. So you're going to attract the same spirit as the one that, that broke you with a different name, you understand, when you are not healed. Another thing that happens when you're not healed is that you will meet a person that you really are incompatible with. That really is a whole person. That really does have the, your best interest. That's not, that's not, what's what I'm looking for? That's not against you. That's not, that's really our foot. That's, that's a, a fit for you. That's a perfect fit. You will meet that person. But when you are not healed, you will be intimidated by them. And sometimes they'll be deterred by you because you don't have confidence. A healed woman, brothers, needs a man with confidence. Oh, that all makes sense. A healed woman, did I say that right? Wants a man who has God confidence and can lead. And let me tell you, as a woman, I can discern when a person does not have confidence. Same way with you, same way with you, uh, 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 sisters. The guy that you really want in your life may not be attracted to you in your broken state. Now I'm talking about, you know, you, 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 you nobody got we not we're not out here looking for perfection, but he don't a, a real a real one that's truly whole is not looking for somebody he got to fix. Help, maybe not fix. That's the difference. There's a difference between being needed and needy. So in both places, y'all, when you are unbroken, when you are broken, the people you are, because you, what happens is you've been broken down so bad. You meet that woman and she's everything she was looking for. And the back of your mind, you think, I'm not good enough. I can't contribute to this person's life in any way. Seems like she has it all together. Doesn't mean you're not needed. Does not mean, but she's not needy. You understand? And you'll and you'll talk yourself out of a blessing because you have not healed yet. And the voice of that accuser who's in your head talking about you'll never be with anybody and, and all this kind of crazy. So they would they these word curses will keep coming back at you and you feel you'll not be confident. Or if you do get a relationship with that person, they you'll hold them responsible for your healing. And that's not fair to them, both men and women. Okay. So I would encourage you take out time to heal first and that means not going from one, one relationship to the next being intentional also another thing you will continue to do which is a pattern is entertain low bearing fruit brothers that's easy women because you assume that you cannot do any better you you will entertain women who have nothing to offer you but a whole woman you'll dismiss because of your low confidence in how you see yourself. That's hard, isn't it? So be intentional while you are in your alone space. 
practice the presence of God. Reprioritize your relationship with God because once you do that, God will give you discernment. Work on you. Work out. Eat healthy. Begin to work on you. Pray and go to therapy. Therapy is excellent about teaching you about you. Finally, watch this, y'all. Jesus sacrificed his life for our healing. Watch this, Isaiah 53 and 5, then we're done. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. So any area of our brokenness, what do we have? We have wounds. We have bruises. We have iniquities. We have chastisements. We have humiliations. We have all these things that we've gone through. But Jesus came. And for all the pain and the hurt that has ever been caused us, or that we cause to others. Because we not none of y'all walk through this life happy. And you never cause nobody no pain. Jesus said. On the cross I've given you. I, I came for this. I've, I've died for you. And, I, and I've already done it. Because remember he was. He was wounded. He was bruised. He's not being. He was. So now we can declare according to Isaiah. I am healed. So begin to declare that over here. I am healed. But do the work and the intentionality that is required for your healing. I wish you a wonderful remainder day or two of 2022. If you watch this in 2023, hey, it'll be good in the year you watch it. Uh, check me out if you want to, www.drsamiraclover.com. Again, pick up uh, my book. Website, Amazon, what have you, the accuser, uh, com. If you are my, my training course, www.trainingchristianleaders.com. And what else? Oh, if you are a needing therapy, you must be a North Carolina resident. We do offer in office sessions and virtual sessions. Uh, we accept most insurances, www.kenyoncreativecounseling.com. We'll be back in a day and a time in 2023. Bye, y'all. Bye.